Blog Talk Radio. So in love, 
let you take it all away, take it all away till all that's left is you. And the sun slide down from heaven. Search me, search me. I'm open, I'm open. Search me, search me. Search me, search me. You're the only one qualified. You're the only one qualified. Cause you made me, you made me. Cause you made me. Christ is born, Jesus Christ is born, let all of heaven and earth rejoice on this Christmas morn, Jesus Christ is born, the Savior of the world, let all of heaven and earth rejoice, Jesus Christ is born. And the prophet spoke the word That word was spread throughout the land Prepare the way of the Lord And the angels told the shepherds And the shepherds vowed to pray Then the angels and the shepherds and the wise men Sang this song on Christmas Day They were singing Jesus Christ is born Jesus Christ is born Let all of heaven and earth rejoice On this Christmas morn Christ is born, the Savior of the world, that all of heaven and earth rejoice, Jesus Christ is
Father God, I thank you for another opportunity, God, to set before your people here on Prolific Fire and tell them what God says, oh, Lord. I do not take it for granted, God. I thank you for every opportunity, God, that you let me sit before them, and you allow me to be your mouthpiece for you to them, God. I don't take it for granted. God, I ask you to give me this strength on tonight, God, to bring forth this message with clarity, God, the way that you gave it to me, Lord, so that somebody's life will be impacted and so that your name may get the glory. Use me to your benefit, God, however you see fit on tonight in the name of Jesus. Amen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Prolific Fire, everybody. I am your humble host, Providence Stacy. Thank you for taking the time to join me on tonight. I pray that the word of the Lord will be a blessing unto you. Let's get right into it for tonight. The foundational text comes from Genesis 45, verses 1 through 5. This Genesis 45, verses 1 through 5 from the ERB, the easy-to-read translation, the easy-to-read version, rather. Joseph could not control himself any longer. He cried in front of all the people who were there. Joseph said, tell everyone to leave here. So all the people left. Only the brothers were left with Joseph. Then he told them who he was. Joseph continued to cry, and all the Egyptian people in Pharaoh's house heard it. He said to his brothers, I am your brother, Joseph. Is my father doing well? But the brothers did not answer him because they were confused and afraid. So Joseph said to his brothers again, Come here to me. I beg you, come here. When the brothers went to him, he said to them, I am your brother, Joseph. I am the one you sold as a slave to Egypt. Now, don't be worried. Don't be angry with yourself, with yourselves for what you did. It was God's plan for me to come here. I am here to, to save people's lives. And that's the part I want to focus on. Now, don't be worried. Don't be angry with yourselves for what you did. It was God's plan for me to come here. I am here to save people's lives. Again, it's Genesis 45, verses 1 through 5, from the easy-to-read easy version, the ERV. Family, I can really hear God in tonight's foundational text. He's saying, don't be worried. Don't be angry with yourselves. Hear me? God is saying, don't be worried. Don't be angry with yourselves for what you did. Because somebody, you are angry with yourself for something you did. Now, you didn't sell your brother into slavery like Joseph's brothers had done him in tonight's foundation of text. But you have done something that you can't shake. But you have done something that you can't shake. Deep down, you're angry with yourself. You feel like there's nobody to blame but you. So you're angry with yourself. And you don't know how to let go of the anger, let go of the grief, to let go of the guilt and shame, all associated with the anger. But God sent me here on tonight to tell you one thing. But God sent me here, beloved, tonight to tell you one thing. 
forgiveness is in the room. Somebody's forgiveness is in the room. Now, I, now I, t- I, I titled tonight's message, I'm so angry with me because many of you, that's how you're feeling. You're angry with yourself right now. So the title of tonight's message is, I am so angry with me. You're angry with yourself about something you did years ago. This wasn't something that just occurred. This is something that you did years ago, but you can't shake it. You're angry with yourself over something you did years ago. Yet there's forgiveness in the room for you tonight. Yes, you. There's forgiveness in the room for you tonight. It's been, it was years ago. It was years ago when Joseph's brothers had sold him into slavery. But still, here Joseph was in tonight's foundational text, reunited with his brothers after years of being separated from them. And in the midst of his own emotions, he felt led to tell them, don't be worried and don't be angry with yourselves for what you did. It was God's plan for me to come here. I am here to save people's lives. Somebody, under the sound of my voice, I have a question for you. You know I like to make it think on prolificify you. If you've been listening any amount of time, then you know I like to make it think on prolificify you. So I have a question for you. What if it was all a part of God's plan for things to go the way they did? You think everything went one-sided or sideways, but what if it was all a part of God's plan for things to go the way they did? If so, I'm telling you tonight, don't be worried and don't be angry with yourself. That's what God sent me here to tell you tonight. Don't be worried and don't be angry with yourself. Anger will eat you alive. I don't know how many of you saw the post that I put on Twitter, not Twitter, that I put on Instagram and my ministry's Facebook page. I don't know how many of you saw the post, but it was about Anvil. You remember Anvil from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? She had this quote that says, Anger will eat you alive. Anger will eat you alive according to Fresh Princess of Bel-Air, original Anvil. The sitcom star admits to holding on to anger, being angry for years. She admits to holding on to anger, being angry for years. Therefore, it is very possible that anger contributed greatly to her ending up in the hospital. Now, the the post doesn't say specifically why she ended up in the hospital, but she admitted that she had been angry for years holding on to anger. And it's very possible that the anger that she was holding on to contributed greatly to her ending up in the hospital. If you didn't see the post, go back on my Instagram or my ministry's Facebook page and look. Beloved, you don't want to end up in the hospital. That's my point. Beloved, you don't want to end up in the hospital because you're angry over something that you can't change. You do not want that. You do not want to end up in the hospital angry 
over something that you can't change. You in the hospital all because of anger. Whatever they diagnose you with, it started from the root of anger. You don't want that. Let it go one day at a time. Whatever it is, let it go one day at a time. One small step at a time, little bit by little bit. In other words, take baby steps. Practice thinking on positive things and thinking less and less on things that will fuel the anger you already feel. Don't go around thinking about things that you know will make you angry, things that you know that will contribute to the anger that you already feel. Don't do that. If it's going to fuel the anger that you already feel, don't think about that. Practice thinking on something that's positive. The Bible tells us to think on whatever is true, think on whatever is honorable, and worthy of respect, whatever is right and confirmed by God's word. That's the part I like. Think on whatever is confirmed by God's word. If it ain't in God's word, in other words, if it's not in God's word, don't think about it. Think on whatever is right and whatever is confirmed by God's word. Whatever is pure and wholesome, whatever is lovely and brings peace, whatever is admirable and of good repute, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think continually on these things. Center your mind on them and implant them in your heart. Philippians 4 and 8 from the Amplified. That's Philippians 4 and 8 from the Amplified. You see, anger is a natural emotion to have. You see, anger is a natural emotion to have, but it's not always the healthiest emotion to have and fully express. Because the Bible didn't tell us we couldn't we couldn't be angry. No, it doesn't say that. But you got to be careful when you're dealing with anger, because it's not the healthiest emotion to have and fully express. Which is why the Bible tells us to be angry, but do not sin. Which is why the Bible tells us to be angry, but do not sin. Ephesians 4 and 26 from the New King James. Because believe me, we have all done things we felt were unforgivable. Believe me, beloved, whoever's listening to the sound of my voice, believe me, we have all done things we felt were unforgivable but God. You see, God is just like Joseph was in tonight's foundational text. God is just like Joseph was in tonight's foundational text. Joseph said to his brothers again, come here to me. I beg you, come here. Genesis 45 and 4 from the ERV, the easy to read version. Can't you just hear God in that? I told you I heard God all the way through this text. But can't you just hear God in it? How he's always trying to get us to come. Come here. Come here to me. Just like Jesus didn't hesitate to tell Peter to come. Get out the boat and come. In Matthew 14. In Matthew 14. Just like just like Jesus didn't hesitate to tell Peter to come. God says, I, the Lord, am the one speaking to you. Come. Let's discuss this. Even if your sins are as dark as red dye, that stain can be removed, and you will be as pure as wool. That is as white as snow. Isaiah 1 and 18 from the easy-to-read version. 
that stain can be removed. I don't care what you've done. That stain can be removed. Once again, there is forgiveness in the room tonight for those of you who need to make peace with something you did. There's forgiveness in the room tonight for those of you who need to make peace with something that you did, something that caused others harm physically, mentally, financially, etc. You don't have to stay angry with yourself. Hear me. You don't have to stay angry with yourself. You can release yourself to heal. Somebody, release yourself to heal. Stop holding on to what you've done. Stop holding the bad choices and choosing to do that against yourself. Stop holding the bad choices and choosing to do that against yourself. There's no need for you to be your own worst enemy. There's no need for you to be your own worst enemy, despite everything that ha- that has happened. Despite everything that has happened, there's no need for you to be your own worst enemy. God says, come. Let's talk things over. Let's talk. Let's, let's get some things out in the open. You don't have to keep things inside until you explode. Somebody, you don't have to keep things inside until you just explode. Believe it or not, that anger and the actions that followed could have been avoided. You see, what Joseph's brothers did to him, it could have been avoided. Since it wasn't, God used it to get him to Egypt. But since it wasn't, and since they wanted to go through with it, God used it to get him to Egypt. I'm getting a little ahead of myself, a little, a little ahead of myself, but that's okay. Believe it or not, the anger and the actions that followed could have been avoided. If Joseph's brothers had just went to their father all those years ago, in the beginning of Genesis 37, when they first started to feel some type of way about their brother, if they had just went to their father when they had first started hating Joseph, According to Genesis 37 and 4, when they first started having ill feelings toward Joseph, if they had went to their father, when all of that st- when all of that started, which most likely it started when their father favored Joseph, he seemed to favor Joseph over the rest of them. Joseph was his favorite, and that's where everything everything elevated from there. Perhaps if they had went to their father and had their say and let their father have his say and explain what was really in his heart, who knows what could have happened? Who knows what could have happened? Instead, as I said, told you I was getting a little little ahead of myself, but who knows what would have happened? Instead, God ended up using what they had done to Joseph as a way of getting him to Egypt and in position to be governor someday. All because we don't like to open up and talk. We as a people in general, we don't like to open up and talk. We don't want to communicate how we're really feeling. That's the problem. In so many homes right now, that's the problem. We don't want to open up and talk. We don't want to communicate how we're really feeling. So now you're angry with yourself for that thing that you did. 
that thing that didn't even have to be. That thing that didn't even have to be. That's why the Bible constantly says things like confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. James 5 and 16 from the NIV. Confessing, here it is again, confessing involves talking. And we don't want to do that, as I said. The ERV says it like this. So always tell each other, tell each other, they're talking again. So always tell each other the wrong things you have done. Then pray for each other, not talk about each other. Then pray for each other. Do this so that God can heal you. James 5 and 16 from the ERV. The Bible goes on to say things like, come near to God and he will come near to you. James 4 and 8 ERV. Sounds a lot like what Joseph was telling his brothers, doesn't it? Come near to God and he will come near to you. It sounds a lot like what Joseph was telling his brothers in tonight's foundational text, doesn't it? Come here to me. Come here. It's an invitation to come close and get some things straightened out. See, Joseph wasn't angry with them no more. He wasn't angry with them no more. They were angry with themselves, but he was not angry with them. And that was their invitation to come close and get some things straightened out. And God does us the same way. Somebody, as a matter of fact, right now, Jesus is standing at the door. Jesus is standing at the door. He's standing at the door of your heart, knocking. He's knocking because he's a gentleman. And he won't come in and sup with you unless you invite him in. He's standing at the door knocking. He wants to come in and sup with you. Let him in. Revelation 3 and 20, King James Version. That's another invitation to come. Come closer and get some things straightened out. But then again, we don't like to talk. We don't want to confront the anger that we're really dealing with, especially if the anger it's taught ourselves for something that we've done, how we messed up. We'd rather just hold it in until we explode. But every day, God is inviting you to come. Come closer. That's what he wants you to do. The Bible says, you come near to him, he'll come near to you. Another translation says, draw nigh to God, and he'll draw nigh to you. Same thing. Come close. And some of y'all, God has been waking you up at 3 a.m., at 4 a.m., at 5 a.m., at 6 a.m., in the fourth watch of the night, the fourth prayer watch of the night, because he wants you to pour your heart out to him. He wants you to pour his your heart out to him, as it says in Lamentation. That's why he's waking you up. He wants you to talk. Talk. He knows you have things in your heart that you need to let go of. Anger against yourself. Forgiveness against yourself. You can't forgive yourself because you're angry with yourself. You feel guilty about something. You're grieving over something that you've done. It was years ago, but you're still holding yourself responsible. And he just wants you to talk. The scripture says, Arise, crowd in the night, as the watches of the night begin. Pour out your heart like water. In the presence of the Lord. Somebody pour out your heart like water in the presence of the Lord. There's Lamentations 2 and 19 from the NIV. Side note, this is just a side note. Did you know that 3 a.m. 
to 6 a.m. So that'll be three, four, five, six. Three to six a.m. is when Jesus came to the disciples walking on the sea. Somebody just said, "Wow, I heard it in my spirit." But did you know that three a.m. to six a.m. between those times, three, four, five, six a.m. is when Jesus came to the disciples walking on the sea. That's when Jesus showed up for them. So if God is waking you up during those specific morning hours, you should wake up expecting his presence. You should wake up expecting his presence to come near. See Matthew 14, verse 25, from the Amplified. See Matthew 14, verse 25, from the Amplified. And when his presence comes near, you know what you need to do. When his presence comes comes near, you know what you need to do. Pour out your heart, just like the scripture says. Pour out your heart like water. Pour out that anger. Pour out that unforgiveness, the guilt, the shame, the grief, whatever you're feeling, pour it out. Pour it out and leave it there. Pour it out. Don't just pour it out, but pour it out and leave it there. Spilled in his presence. Pour it out and leave it there. Spilled in his presence. Father God, Touch and heal the anger so many are feeling on tonight. Help them to understand we all have missed a mark in in some way. We all have missed a mark in some way at some point. So there really is no need for them to be angry with themselves. There's no need. Not when we all have been there. Been in a position that led us to be angry. Angry with ourselves. Struggling to forgive ourselves. But God, but you, Father, stepped in like you did for Adam and Eve and covered us in our wrong. And that's what I asked you to do on tonight. I asked you to cover them now in the midst of how they're feeling until the feelings heal. I asked you to cover them in the midst of their feelings, however they're feeling, until the feelings heal. I won't say until the feelings are delivered. Because anger is a natural reaction to something. Think about it. The Bible didn't tell us that we couldn't be angry. As a matter of fact, it says be angry. Okay. Okay. Be angry. But do not sin. It didn't say don't be angry. It says be angry. Okay, you got that. If that's what you need to do, be angry. But why are you angry? Do not sin. Be angry, but do not sin. So that tells you what is a natural reaction. Anger is a natural reaction to some things. Because we all will get angry again about something. But I will say, cover them until the anger heals. Until this anger, this particular anger that they're feeling, until this anger heals. There's healing in the room tonight. Glory to God. There's healing in the room tonight. In addition to forgiveness being present in the room, God says there's healing in the room tonight. Father God, we hear you and we receive in the name of Jesus. Somebody, this is your word and you need to play it back so you get it in your spirit so that you can receive forgiveness, so that you can receive your healing. There's no need to be angry with yourself. For love, you don't have to remain angry with yourself and all the other emotions associated with anger. Let's talk salvation for a minute. 
because I do not believe for one minute that everybody under the sound of my voice is saying, I wish that you were, but I know better than that. So let's talk salvation for a minute. In Hebrews 4 and 15 from the Amplified, it says, But we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize and understand our weaknesses and temptations. But we have one who has been tempted, knowing exactly how it feels to be human in every aspect as we are, yet without committing any sin. Which means that there is nothing too bad that you have done or are currently doing that you can't take before Jesus, that you can't bring it before the Lord, that you can't bring it in his presence and let go of it, that you can't pour your heart out, as I was saying in the in the ministering, ministering part on tonight, as I was saying in the lesson for tonight, there's nothing that you can't bring before his presence and pour it out and just leave it there. I don't care how bad it is. He knows your humanity. But, love, you are not too bad that you can't change. I don't care what you've been told. It's time you believe in yourself better than that. You are not too bad that you can't change, that you can't be changed, that you can't be helped. And for somebody else, it, it simply means that you're not too good because some people truly believe that they're too good, that they don't need Jesus because they're good. They're going to get to heaven anyway. Not so. Hear me, not so. If you're too good in your own opinion, guess what? No matter how good you've been or how good you think you are, you still need Jesus. You are not exempt from temptation, from being tempted. You're not exempt from doing and saying some things that you shouldn't. Therefore, you need Jesus, just like the rest of us, to help you in this life and to help you make it to eternity in peace. That's how you want to make it there. You want to make it in peace because there will be an eternity where you spent either in hell or in the presence of Jesus. Beloved, it's time you made Jesus your Lord and Savior. It's time you made Jesus your lifestyle choice. Don't wait until you're forced to pick him. Don't wait until you're forced on your deathbed, and you got to make a decision because the chaplain came in there. And he's asking you to turn your life over to God. And with your last nine breaths, you say yes. Don't wait till it gets that far. You can do this tonight while you're healthy and strong and in your right mind. You can say yes to Jesus tonight. Romans 10 and 9, 9 through 10, actually. Romans 10, 9 through 10 tells us how to do it. Romans 10, 9 through 10 says, If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Again, I'm going to say it for somebody. If you declare with your mouth, forget about all that other stuff you be talking about out of your mouth. This time, you're going to save your soul with your own mouth. So declare out of your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart. This is a serious moment. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, and you will be saved. For it's with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it's with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. Repeat after me. Jesus, I confess with my own mouth that I am a sinner in need of you. I repent of any wrong actions, wrong words spoken, or thoughts I've had. I believe 
with my heart that you are the Son of God, raised from the dead. I need you. I want you as my Lord and Savior. With faith as little as a mustard seed, I believe. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Come. Amen. Now, prolific fire, I do not open the phone lines. I used to, but the Lord led me to do things differently because the Holy Spirit informed me that you all would be more comfortable speaking to me one-on-one, given the fact that prolific fire deals with real issues. As a matter of fact, that's the vision statement of this ministry. For those of you that don't know, prolific fire seeking to help you where you hurt, which simply means we deal with real issues using the Bible as a reference. That's a vision statement. That's why there there are always real issues coming forth. And many of you, you don't want to get on the phone lines and testify and say, property station, that's me. It's okay to testify, but sometimes it's better to do it in private and not let everybody everywhere, because Belief and Fire goes everywhere, overseas, let everybody hear what you're talking about. Because you just might be struggling with something that you, that the message was re- referring to. And you don't want everybody to know that. They're not telling you what they're struggling with. So in order to keep it private, I'm going to give you information to contact me one-on-one. I would be glad to minister to you however the Holy Spirit leads. So listen carefully to this information. If you miss it, don't worry about it. Just go back to whatever page you know me from. And it will be posted there immediately after tonight's service. Here we go. If you need prayer or Bible-based consultation, call or text 865-408-8690. That's 865-408-8690. Or you can email prolificfire at gmail.com. That's 865 865- Four zero eight eight six nine zero. The email is prolificfire at gmail dot com. You can call or text the number. Either either way is fine. Or email. I look forward to ministering to you, one on one, telling you whatever the Holy Spirit leads me to say in that moment. But one thing I ask of you to be serious when you call. Don't call me playing, because some people have done that. Don't email me playing. Because some people have done that too. You're going to get blocked. And then what happens? Something may actually come up where you need prayer. Or you need somebody to be on your side, interceding on your behalf. Then what? You can't reach me because you're blocked. Then you got to go find somebody new when you shouldn't shouldn't have been playing with me because I could have done it for you. And I would have been glad to do it. So don't play. Please don't do that. Don't no no no. Don't do that. Now, for those of you who have been sowing into the ministry, thank you so much. I pray that the Lord bless it back to you. Thirty six hundred fold. Double even. Wherever you need it the most. As a matter of fact, double that Lord, wherever they need it the most. According to their faith, be it unto them. Matthew nine and twenty nine. Thank you for all my seed sowers. But if you would like to sow into this ministry tonight, tomorrow, whatever, the PayPal information is paypal.me slash prolificfire, paypal.me slash prolificfire. Or you can use the cash app. It's a dollar symbol. And the ministry's name, prolificfire. 
Dollar Symbol Prolific Fire. As usual, you can find me on Prolific Fire. Right here on Politify, and you can find me on Twitter at Politify. You can find me on Instagram at Prophet Stacy. Like the Politify Ministry page. I got another page, but I can't tell you how to get directly to it. I'm just gonna give you the name. I got another page. It's it's called Five Minutes of Focus. Some of you know what the Five Minutes of Focus is, and you've been blessed by. Now I have a page that, that just got started. It will have all the five minutes of focus on there. So if you're interested in that, look it up on Facebook. Five minutes of focus. It's the number five, not not the word five, but the number five. Five minutes of focus. Also check out politicfire.com if you would like to sponsor a child. Reach out to me with the number I just gave or the email and say, hey, Prophet says I'd like to sponsor one of those precious children that you represent for World Vision. Be a blessing to a child this Christmas season. Y'all heard the Christmas song I played because Jesus has a birthday. It may not be in December, but he has a birthday. And I'm going to play that song every week coming up to Christmas. So get ready. Jesus Christ is born. I just had to throw that in there. If you don't reach out to me to get your prayer requests in, you can also check out my sister on Faith on the Line with Prophetess Pay coming up on Friday. It's always a wonderful time in the Lord because he's right there in the midst. The Bible says where two or three of us are gathered in his name, he will be there in the midst. So we gather, and he's right there in the midst of the prayer, in the midst of the encouragement. If Even if you get your prayer requests, taken care of. You can still call in and just be in the atmosphere, but it, but if on that night you have a prayer request, the phone lines will be open. You can call the same number Friday night that you called tonight, which is 347-426-3782. Services will start promptly at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific, Friday night. Your prayer request will be taken then too, so call in. Then join me back here on Prolific Fire for some more real talk about real issues using the Bible as a reference. Come back and see what the Lord has to say. Same night, time, and place. With all of that being said, to God be the glory. Everybody, have a blessed night in the Lord. Come on.